0: Welcome to the Strategic Life Podcast, Episode 91, Quantum Leap, Your Impact and Income with your host, Coach Mario. Dr. Mario. Along with Frank. And another week, another another fabulous guest. We have Stephanie Bellinger from The Spiritual Boss Babe with us. She is a spiritual mentor and transformational coach. Welcome, Stephanie.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Mario. I'm so excited.
0: Me too. And... uh Let's cut cut right to the chase. I brought Stephanie on here, and she's like, so who's your target audience, and why do you want me there? (laughs) So we have a a big background. uh, We have people from all walks of life. So we do have some spiritual people, which is where Stephanie's coming in. Yeah, and then we have spiritual as in your traditional spiritual church, and then we have, you know, like we have everything. We have people who don't believe in nothing. We have people who believe in everything. But as long as you believe in this podcast— that's, that's what counts. That's what's <laughs> up. Okay, so awesome. So Stephanie, here's the question: When I go to <laughs> trainings, and this is this is just me speaking, but I can probably speak for some people or maybe not. I always have a small percentage of spiritual people in the room, and so for someone for some listeners at home, you might be thinking, "What is a spiritual person?" And that's another that's a definition that she's going to give us, but also at the same time, so these are your people who may or may not speak with words like energy <laughs> and transformation. And I got a download and they may or may not have crystals or they, may, or I might be stereotyping. So big time. I correct mean, me like, if I'm
2: wrong. You're going to let her define as no, you no, do no. that. I'm <laughs>
0: saying this is my experience. And I, so when I see these you're people projecting. and I've heard of, I am, that is good. Uh, <laughs> but when I've seen some of these people, I've always been thinking like, what's up? And, uh, and I think there's a generalization cause I've had conversations about it. In this personal development world, it attracts all kinds of people, and some of the spiritual people are sometimes looked at differently. They're like, oh, they're into that woo woo stuff. And I'm like, oh, what is this woo woo stuff? So we've never had anyone like this on our podcast. And we so, so won't again so after that intro. So what's I mean, going
2: on over there? <laughs> we're going to go to the guest corner, it's and so, I hope she doesn't leave us now.
1: It's so funny because that's the only people in my world. So I it's so hard for me to even grasp what you just said. That's great.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: But so what was the question? Like
0: I know I just rambled on. So essentially um what what is spirituality to you? Let's go there cuz it can be many things for many people.
1: Well, I think it's individual for anyone. Like to me, um it is really understanding yourself outside of your human self and connecting to the larger part of you and also a higher power in whatever way that resonates for you, for each person individually. For me, that looks like a lot of different things. Um, but I I was brought up. Can I share a little story? Absolutely. Little sure. Yeah, whatever you want. This is your um, podcast. <laughs> I was brought up Catholic and growing up um, from a very young age, I didn't resonate with certain things that I was taught and just started exploring my own path of spirituality as a teenager when I was about really young, like 14, a little earlier than that. I was very interested in intuition. Because I had learned that there were people out there called psychics and I was like, well, if other people have an intuition, then so do I. So how do I, how do I utilize this gift? And so I became really fascinated with um, unconventional things outside of religion. And um, I, I started feeling really connected to myself and enlightened and really filled with hope and it felt really good, and to my mom, it was not okay <laughs> because of how, you know, I was brought up, and I eventually just had to kind of lay a boundary with her and share that this is my path and how I'm exploring spirituality for myself and what's bringing me closer to to who I truly am, and um, you're going to just have to respect that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> does your mom, uh, ha- like, does she practice... Uh, what's it, what's so it? Catholicism. Catholicism. See, so, so
1: um, when I was growing up, she was very, very into it. Like she would tell me that, you know, if you don't go to church on Sunday, it's a mortal sin and you'll that means you'll go to hell. And as soon as she told me that, that was when I stopped. That was when I was like, that's not what I believe at all. Like there's nothing you could say that would make me believe that. So I'm sorry, I just don't. So. Um, She was very into it. She was actually very anti-everything that I was into. She didn't like me doing, you know, uh, crystals and meditating and all that stuff and communicating with angels and stuff. But um, as I grew up and, you know, she sees the woman I've become and all of the things that I've gone through and learned from and grown through and... And everything, she's so much more open now to the point where she is, she's interested in hearing my perspectives and beliefs, regardless if she believes everything or not. Like we, it's very respectful exchange and she's definitely more open-minded for sure.
3: Hmm. Interesting. So what I'm hearing is you've clearly made some distinctions here, which is good for our audience uh, because yeah. we obviously inquiring minds want to know so what i'm hearing is is religion is a community based system of beliefs there are different religions right and within religions there are denominations and spirituality from what i hear you say resides within the individual and what they personally believe would that be a correct statement
1: that sounds correct. Yeah. There's a lot more that I, I just could. Want, I just want no further
3: questions, Your Honor.
1: <laughs> I have to pull the
3: lawyer card,
0: okay? I know I that mean, sounded there's, very.
1: There's a lot. There's a lot more to that. Um, I don't want to like offend anyone, but I I I believe that um, our individual spiritual path should be something that expands us, not something that we are programmed into fearing things for, and that's how I felt about Catholicism. I felt like there was a lot of fear programming and people being disconnected from themselves, seeking something from outside of themselves and thinking that they're going to be, you know, damned for eternity if they f*** up one little thing.
0: Nope. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Ah. There you go
1: i mean once we <laughs> went
0: to damned with eternity and nothing else that was okay <laughs> then, i mean this episode <laughs> is now <laughs> damned into eternity yeah. others, <laughs> the other thing came out <laughs> oh you go to hell uh no anyway well, keep going, well, keep going. Well, good. Pro-
3: well programming is obviously something that all of us here I-, I don't think frank has taken an nlp course. Our, Not yet. Not our yet. yet Not influence yet hasn't rubbed off enough to get him to crack yet. But, but the neuro-linguistic programming obviously talks about the different logical levels of thinking and thought. And mm-hmm. religion is uh, across the globe. Uh, graves, Claire Graves, the creator of that theory, says that religion is a level four, which is all mm-hmm. about rules and yeah. this expectation at mm-hmm. the end. And so, government also same thing you know, Mm -hmm. uh, work now towards a greater reward. Uh, We used to say that corporate America was the same thing, Frank, but no longer do you get the gold watch. No longer do you get the retirement. (laughs) You know, there's
2: nothing at the end of the rainbow unless you
3: you pay into a
0: 401k. You
2: get the thank you certificate and here are some bonus points to go on a website. Well,
0: there you go. Don't forget the heavy piece of glass with the company logo on Mm. it. That really lets you know how long you've been stagnant in life. I mean, unless you're in a great
3: business, then shout out to you, whoever that is. But (laughs) the point here is that level four logical level of thinking is all about fear and guilt. Yes. Yeah.
4: Mm.
3: And so it makes sense that most denominations or faith traditions utilize in some shape or form those rules to instill some type of fear and unfortunately the byproduct of fear is guilt. That
1: that's a Crazy and point of guilt is real. Well, that's a
2: crazy point of view because I'm Catholic. Uh-oh. Yes, you are. I did not grow up with the fear of if you don't go to church on Sundays, you will be damned for all we eternity. Gotta, we got
0: to get you with Stephanie's mom to set
2: you straight. Right? Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. You must have not been going to the same diocese, baby. No, because uh, I went
3: to kindergarten Catholic school.
2: You see, my upbringing, my upbringing. There's
0: a lot of stuff bubbling up. I think we need to do a little <laughs> quantum therapy session right now. Well, that's <laughs> that's what we're that's not doing. Therapy, we're, it's we're, Meeks. That. we're
2: quantumly Leaping helping people <laughs> right <laughs> um my my upbringing and 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 being catholic was not that it was more on the positive end mm-hmm. um, mm. to the point where even my father who who went you know catholic school and boarding school he was. You don't have to go to church every Sunday to believe in this. You know, this mm. is this is a moral compass for you to use to make decisions. Um, so it's it, it's strange. It's not always grief and guilt and you know a reward at the end, right? That delayed gratification. Um, so it's it's the way you use it because uh, you can you can use the ideals and principles of any religion for negative. Or you can use them on a right. positive. No
3: argument there.
0: That's like someone, who you, you do something and it's like, well, an eye for an eye. And then it's like, oh, what about turning the other cheek? Kind of, yeah. So, yeah, you're, you're 100% right on that. Okay. So Back to you, Stephanie. Having said that, <laughs> what exactly do you do? Because uh, I, I know you'd be having people's lives impacted for the greater and having them make more impact. But what is your, let's say, what is your niche around these people's lives that you're transforming? Over there.
1: Um, I love supporting other spiritual entrepreneurs with getting their message out into the world and creating a life and business that they absolutely love that gives them purpose. And so that's my main focus. And I just share and create and offer things around that. Um, a lot of it goes back to being fully self-expressed and really embodying your true nature without all of the programming filters distortions things that have happened to you you know and when we can do that we can make the biggest impact and experience the greatest level of fulfillment and manifest more money and all of the things it really all comes back to who we are
2: now stephanie i'd love to hear that because I, I share some of those principles in that when we coach a client, especially on the business side, right, um, We I like to sit down with them and tell them, yeah, this is a personal journey you're going to go through as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that you say that. So how do you correlate? So let's say I was coming to you and I asked you, hey, Stephanie, how how do I personally in my beliefs mix, blend, or, or you know, coincide with business because sometimes a lot of people don't believe that that can happen hey no business is something different and and it's anti-religion and it can be the evil in the room right the same way religion Mm -hmm. we're saying can be used negative and positive sometimes business gets used that way so it's Mm -hmm. it's amazing to hear you say that so in your opinion how do you correlate both how do you reconcile your business can also be a spiritual journey Mm
1: well i believe it is a spiritual journey like that's the whole thing is uh, my belief is that well i mean i'm sure you've experienced this too that the journey of um self-actualization and and creating your dreams and doing something that you love that gives you purpose that makes you money that journey literally is a spiritual journey because it it requires you if you want to really experience the greatest level of fulfillment it requires you to let go of anything that's not you or that's that's not serving you. And so it brings things up. It brings up all the limiting beliefs, all the money stories, all of the doubts to be seen of showing up, all of the fears of judgment. It brings up everything. And if you really want to grow your business and make the impact and, and do what you your soul wants to do then you're going to have to work through all that stuff. Otherwise, you'll just either stay in the same place or you'll create success and money, but you'll be unfulfilled. And so it just there comes the question of, well, okay, are my desires stronger than my fears? Am I willing to work through this? And that's how it usually leads into more of a spiritual journey because you get to know yourself behind all of those stories, all of those fears, all the things that happen. And yeah does that make sense
2: it does do you have a personal Mm -hmm. story of yourself or or an example of for our listeners of how how to overcome those limiting beliefs because that is the number one thing right Uh, you you gotta sign mm -hmm. up for the program for that you gotta go to the (laughs) (laughs)
1: program that could be the answer quit trying to skirt around the
0: course what's what's the 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 name of the program what's the program Star 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 Power I
1: I have several several different ones that I mean depending on where you are on your journey and what you're looking for you know Um, I have a lot lot. of stories. (laughs) Okay. So, so Uh, the one you
2: can give us for free.
1: (laughs) Okay. Um,
2: or an example of, of somebody who overcame that and anything in your mind that would say, Hey, this is how you get over your own, you know,
1: well, there's a lot of, it's a journey. So that's that it's not going to, it doesn't always happen overnight. Um, it depends like, you know. So for me, something that I realized, um, I used to have a personal training business before this and um, when I was living in New York City and when I made the leap to become self-employed as a personal trainer, I paid really close attention to exactly what I did during that time. And one of those things was every single day while I was listening to music that pumped me up and shifted my state. I would visualize already being out of the gym, being self-employed and like I would religiously do this. Like every single day I would get myself into empowering state and visualize this while I was on my way to the gym. And um, before you knew it, it really happened quickly. I ended up quitting the gym and was making like five figure months, like almost overnight. Living in New York, and it was almost surreal for me because it was a dream of mine to be self-employed. Living in New York City for a really long time before that, and this seemingly happened overnight. Even though there was way more <laughs> going on before that, of you know, just hustling and getting things rolling. So once I made that leap, uh, I I had to step into a new identity. Essentially, you know, like it shifted me. I was no longer this person who. Worked at the gym and da, da 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 I was now a self-employed boss in New York City, living the dream, and um, and on the flip side of that, about a year later, and this is before I got into personal development. Like I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't very super into it. Like I got into it once I made that leap a little around the time. It was like in the beginning. So once I made that leap. Um, I realized that I I I was having all of these stories come up about a year like a year later maybe into it, um, flooding me like oh you're gonna fail you're not gonna be able to keep this up you're you're gonna fall flat on your face like all of these beliefs and things that uh, were obviously still there that were coming up to my awareness and I started doing emdr therapy i started learning about hypnosis because i was like i have to shift this because if i keep thinking about things like this i just knew that i was gonna screw it up (laughs) um so i ended up actually doing that and going backwards and it felt like everything crumbled beneath me clients were leaving you know i was having a hard time signing new people and i ended up getting a job again and i felt like a huge failure I felt like the biggest failure on the face of Earth, and because I was self-employed for like a year and a half, two years, and then I was bartending again while still training people, and it really crushed me. And that's when I was determined to figure this stuff out. I was like, okay, I, I, I knew I paid attention to what I did before I made the leap. I, I get that part. I know what created the demise, the crumble. So how do I bridge that gap and really make lasting change? And that's when I um, started getting way deeper into learning about the unconscious mind, um, being really aware of my thoughts. Um, I started going to hypnosis uh, and doing EFT tapping and finding tools that supported me in creating lasting transformation. And I've been on the journey ever since. So that lasted a while and I had to build myself back up from square one. Like I was bartending for like another year or two and then I I built myself up back from square one from just being tunnel vision focused and relying on my tools of like tapping, meditation, and so forth. I hope that Answered your question as a long story. <laughs> it
2: does. I I have one follow up question. Oh yeah. How do you feel today about going through all of that?
1: Uh, from what I went through.
2: For everything that you went through and now having, you know, the success you have yeah. now, how does that feel? Because business owners, entrepreneurs, uh, people looking for spiritual en- enlightenment, um, look at the journey and, and, and everybody it's a journey, it's a journey, to journey, it's a journey, but it's always good to know that hey, at the end of it there is some fulfillment. Um so how do yeah. you feel today as opposed to, you know, where you were at the beginning of that story?
1: Well, I'm really grateful because I now I have a story to tell and um uh it I see the lessons in all of that you know, and I am still on a journey and I still have my highs and lows and ups and downs like any other human. So I just, I remind myself of this and I also remind other people to appreciate the journey because throughout the whole journey, first of all, there's, you're never going to get there. There's no there. You're always going to be striving for the next thing. So we have to learn how to appreciate the present moment and the lessons and the wisdom that we gain through the full spectrum of the experience Um, that's what makes it more fulfilling so yeah I try to just have gratitude for the full spectrum even the hot mess moments I I remind myself this is going to be a teaching moment at some point
0: One hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I love that. It's funny. Yeah, the jazz, fr- I mean, jazz cloud.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people
0: say that. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's part of the journey. But I, I think, um, I think that's a fantastic statement because I, I, one of the things that I, I it resonates in my mind anytime I'm in the room with anybody or something amazing's happening, whether it's just even training or teaching any uh, NLP or timeline or quantum stuff. It's ultimately like. We are in this room on this big rock floating through space that's spinning around and something Seriously? brought us in this room together at this point in time for you to liberate yourself. This is awesome. And how did this happen? Because the chances of this ever happening again are, you know, not as good as my chances were in hitting the Powerball the other day because it didn't happen. <laughs> I should have called Stephanie. I should <laughs> have. I
1: don't downloads.
0: think that helped you. Oh. <laughs> Put something on me. Because, but but isn't that I'd crazy? Say,
1: Someone was a billionaire overnight.
2: Someone
0: yeah. in, Cal- oh, in California, yeah. no less. Oh, now they're going
2: to pay higher billionaire. well, no, if, if it was in California, they're not, paying, they're not billionaires. It was California. California. is a billionaire today. <laughs> it was in California. Well, in I, I, I thought
1: that. I thought the, the take-home was like 900-something million, so it was very close to a billion. So
2: if you take it all at one... Oh,
0: uh, we're we going to do now it. One, <laughs> now we're gonna, I mean, we are talking about maximizing our income. He just got the shortcut, whoever. He or she or they or them or whoever it was. I am going here. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to try
2: to tie it back into this. Here we so go. if you visualize winning right, the Powerball of $2 billion and you take the full-up cash, which I recommend you do as an accountant. Um, I would totally do it. Yeah, exactly, right? Especially at that amount, don't take the 29-year annuity at that point. Um, what you, you're going to lose half a front because the lottery doesn't have the full cash, so they keep cash reserved. So you're going to get half. That's how you get to the one bill. Uh, federal withholding on that at the highest tax bracket is 28% on average, right, for lottery winnings. So that's 28% out the door. Um, if you're in California, you got state income tax, so good luck. But if you're in beautiful Sunshine, Florida, you don't pay state income tax, so you get to keep, call it, you know, seven eight hundred. Oh, up yeah? "Oh, taxes as well, mm. right? Um, so, you know, you get to keep a good 700 mil all at once after taxes from
0: uh, 2.1, that's all you get 700 mil. Ugh.
2: What would I do with all that money? I don't know. Uh, why you take yeah. the annuity? You get it all, you put it in a trust? Oh no, I'm interest. taking you, it all.
0: I'm not trying to figure out if You the, get your 3.5% the lottery, si- if the lottery system crashes in 5 years. Anyways, <laughs> moving right Again, along. Like I that's said, if we land, didn't man, that's that's Nobody called money. stuff, that's why they didn't win. There you go. <laughs> um Cool. So I like that question of where are you at now, um, which is obviously you're bringing others to some of this discovery and some of this, you know, things, some, some of these beautiful things from the tools that you've discovered and utilized along the way. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm, I know that you're paying it forward in that regard and offering those services. But one thing I do love as well, and since I met you, is how... Uh, minus the potty words. Uh how how much of it uh, and not a, not even a filter how free you are yourself because if you follow her on Instagram <laughs> you will get quotes, you will get you know downloads, you will get her just dancing and being herself, you will get raps. I mean, she just does and you know and I think that also that genuineness is what brings more people to you, which I'm sure you've heard that but you could tell me more about that mm-hmm. than me. But yeah, so how does that feel maybe from um, that, 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 that girl back in the day who was on, on that path to that one place was very hot, to now being this free person that guides and, and mentors so many people.
1: Um, if I'm very proud of myself, for sure. Um, and thank you for all of that. Uh, it's funny because like when people meet me in person, I'm much like more quiet, like, reserved-ish. Um, I don't know if any of you are familiar with human design, but I have hermit in my chart, so I'm naturally like a hermit-y person. Um, But when it comes to showing up and expressing myself and sharing my message and work online, um, that's like my stage of, uh, it's like my art. And for a long time, I had a message to share, and I feel like a lot of us do, Um, when I was a teenager, when I was 14 to 20, I was going through one of the darkest times of my life. It was in a a very abusive relationship and I was, I couldn't do very many things and it was, uh, being controlled and all kinds of stuff. And I remember that, uh, when I left, before I left that relationship, I was basically praying every day and just saying like, I promise that when I get out of this, um, I'm going to literally make the rest of my life the best of my life. I'm going to do everything I ever wanted to do, and that included sharing my message. And a big part of my journey was becoming confident enough in myself and grounded in who I am to be able to be expressed like that, not just to be free, but to share my message and my soul and my energy with other people. And so, um, it's been a journey because let me tell you, I could not imagine myself doing the, the stuff that I'm doing today, <laughs> like years ago. <laughs> doing
0: the, the what was that stuff? Stuff she, she She got, said
4: stop. stuff.
3: She got it. She said stuff. She's good.
0: Yeah. That's all like, I was very 30. shy. I was very,
1: I was very shy growing up. I was mute in middle school. I remember I became basically mute. I would not talk to anyone. I would be the awkward, shy, quiet girl. I felt like, what is wrong with me that I can't speak? I felt like it was safer to be quiet. Um, then I entered that abusive relationship. And once I left, I, I just was like on this path of healing and really discovering who I am and returning to my inner child and letting her out to play. And um, it's been a really beautiful journey of reclaiming all aspects of who I am and letting myself be. Excellent. I think that's what true. I think that's what true freedom is.
3: One one of the things that, um, I caught basically, I mean, I caught a lot from what you've shared, Mm -hmm. but as you talked about your journey, uh, for example, just for the benefit of our listeners, some people may not know what EMDR is. It's eye movement desensitization mm-hmm. and reprocessing. It is a therapeutic technique that helps mm-hmm. the client work through advanced trauma, PTSD, domestic mm-hmm. violence, etc., illegally sexually trafficked women, that sort of thing. Back in the day, I, we used to use that here in our in our clinic. Uh, obviously, since then, we've evolved into neurolinguistic programming and some other things. Uh, you also mentioned Eft which is an emotional freedom uh, therapy it's uh, basically acupressure a a spin-off from acupressure which comes from acupuncture where you're using those meridians and so in using these techniques in your journey what i find it interesting is that as you look at the topic the theme of spirituality i think that perhaps you would agree and if not you're free to disagree uh, we're having a conversation, so it's cool. That we are uh, spiritual beings living in a human experience as opposed to human beings looking for something spiritual outside of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I mentioned that is because as you shared those different uh, therapeutic uh, modalities... Uh, it wasn't until recently, probably maybe a decade or so ago, that the psychology and behavioral sciences community started talking about spirituality, started yeah. bringing it into the conversation. And, and how long has humanity existed? Mm-hmm. And, and it's perhaps because folks like Maslow and other behaviorists and that sort of thing Talked a lot about self-actualization mm-hmm. uh, in that pyramid, without any concern at all about spirituality. How do you see that? Uh, because of that experience that you've had, did they get it wrong and now they're trying to correct it, or what? How do I
1: can? can how do I see what exactly? How do
3: you see the turnaround from the scientific community, behavioral mm-hmm. sciences? Now trying to explore and help people more uh, talk about spirituality. And yes, there's obviously talk about religion and faith. Yeah. And-
1: um, well, I don't know why they weren't before, <laughs> but I personally think that um, there's been a lot of a lot more research and study, especially around things also used in therapy like psychedelics and um, plant medicine and I think that actually is another thing that has um, added to this conversation of spirituality coming into the field not the only thing but um, I think that it's a, a big piece of it and perhaps it wasn't discussed as much before because of people's different beliefs I don't know
3: Well, it's interesting because 5,000 years ago, Chinese medicine utilized different plants and and things in nature to heal people, you know? Well,
1: there's also, well, if... There's a lot that's not right with the pharmaceutical industry, and a lot of other things. Wait, what? What? That could don't be don't a shake whole my
0: 100% confidence in the Western medicine. <laughs> that could be world. a whole other so, podcast. So
1: you know what I mean? So I think that, that some of that may have trickled into the field of 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 this, you know, and mm-hmm. um, we're going to say infiltrated. They, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and you know they want people on antidepressants. They want people on antidepressants and this and that and go into talk therapy forever and when and reliving their trauma, which is kind of ridiculous and really ridiculous. But thankfully, thankfully now yes, there's been a major shift and there's a lot more breakthroughs and things happening with the psychedelics coming into the space too, which I'm really in support of and really excited about because. It's like people deserve to be, you know, healed and and fully themselves, and not have to rely on um, constantly be, you know, doing the same things forever and like working on the same things forever or being on medicine forever.
0: Right. Uh-huh. I mean, I think one of the one of the questions that if you ever if you've ever gone to a Tony Robbins event, he'll just say, "Who knows somebody on depressants?" and then. For how many of them is it working for? And and no one's hands goes down. Nobody. (laughs) You know, and then, uh, you know, um, obviously no one knows the side effects of these things over time. Uh, I th- yeah. I think that's that's another thing. I mean, even like anything, you can mm-hmm. argue, you can argue vaccinations, you can argue. How is vaping, this? Gu- how is can, this? Gu- oh yeah, yeah, vaping. I yeah. think yeah. You know, how are these things going to show up over time? It's a, it's an it's a, an amazing it's a good thing. question. But also, I mean, I think uh, again, since it's election season, I think didn't it wasn't? It in, I think Colorado they mentioned. Yeah. Was it them approving? I forgot what it was. Um, it. They, All the things. I think they they
1: they it was on the they, they legalized uh, psilocybin. Or personal use of psychedelics—is that what you're talking
3: about? Yeah, right. yeah. It was on. It was there on the ballot go. for personal mm-hmm. yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. That was Colorado. Yeah, that was like yep. a big, big breakthrough. Yeah. It One of Colorado. the questions
3: that I had—you um, talked about false self in a way, right? That as you went through this journey, that that self-discovery, the getting more into spirituality, uh, helped you to navigate in that journey, those and overcome those traumas, and that's why you help people today. Uh, What's fascinating is that you also made a declaration. You said, I prayed every day. Mm
4: -hmm.
3: What was the impact of of your prayer? If you were to encourage some young lady or some young man that's that's challenging, because a a lot of our teens today are pre-suicidal or committing suicide across the nation. Uh, A lot of veterans uh, take their lives every day what specifically about prayer helped you and what, how would you encourage someone else?
1: Um, That's a great question for me. uh, It gave me hope. Um, I was in a really dark place. I did not want to live either. Like I would even, there were even, I just wanted to get out of that. And so I prayed every day for support and for help and for guidance and I started meditating as well on a daily basis back then, and when I, the meditation in combination with praying and asking for guidance, um, it helped me hear the voice of my soul versus the voice of doubt and, you know, the the programs and the, the things. It helped me hear my truth, and and this is it was like i said one of the darkest times of my life 5 years of climbing out of that living hell and um i just began hearing the voice of my soul over time and eventually instead of t- being mean to myself in my head i asked myself what the heck am i still doing here like w- like leave like what the hell hu- like what <laughs> It was almost like, what oh, do you can say? It was hell. like I woke up. Catholics say hell. <laughs> what?
3: I said, you can say hell. No problem.
1: <laughs> I, I like woke up and um, I left. And it was not as hard. I mean, that's a whole other story for a whole other day because I literally ran for my life. But it wasn't as hard. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> it wasn't as hard as I thought it would be. Uh, I realized that I always had the power to do that. I just didn't know that I had the power before and the praying and the meditating and the taking care of my body helped me realize my power.
3: And and, it's, and in essence, what I'm hearing is, is the power to make a different decision to release yourself yeah. from that, which was binding you.
1: Yes. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I was also scared for my life for a lot of it, but There's something that happened like an energetic shift in that decision, in that power that protected me, I feel, from anything. And nothing even happened. I just, I mean, I ran for, ran (laughs) when I left, but I was safe, I was sound, I was free. And that was one of the best nights of my life.
2: See, I love the the self-talk part because one of the things... What I like to tell people is your spiritual journey is a connection of your mind and heart, right? And and that crossroad, that connection has to be done via self-talk. The only way you bridge those two is via that self-talk. So I love how Stephanie the whole mm. time is saying, you know, meditation, prayer, self-talk, right? Self-esteem, self-valuing. You have to build those roads yourself internally.
3: Self-control. Right? Mm-hmm.
2: Self-control, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's a huge one, right? We yep. preach discipline all the time. And that, the, all right. that is is just, you know, your self-control. Mm-hmm. The, the the things you want, the things you want for yourself, are they more important than the things that you're giving out, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. your needs, the things you need to do need to take over the want. So are, are you saving money you know, to, to, to build your business or to get it off the ground instead of going out and spending it on, use, on, on useless things. A, easy example, mm-hmm. right? One that we all do. So, um, but I love how it's always coming back to that self-reflection, self-talk, self-meditation, uh, you know, and, and you have to do those things by yourself. You can only yeah. do those. You can only, you are the only person that can give yourself purpose, you know, and, mm-hmm. and and at the end of the day, free will, regardless of whatever religion is, you giving yourself the why something happened something occurred why it happened is free will you have to build that 100 mm-hmm. percent. so let me ask you a question stuff
0: let's yeah. say and again i think this is one of the fantastic thing, fantastic things about you being on this podcast because again when you're asking well what's your target audience so you know, in essence <laughs> why do you want me there if this is you know what i mean and i again from my awesome intro i'm bringing you on and, and my perception <laughs> of some of the spiritual people that i first met um uh one thing I want to talk about specifically is if someone hears this podcast and resonates with you, right? Let's say they have no spirituality, let's say they've no one raised in the church, no spiritual beings in their plane, but they're attracted to you and your message. What do they do? Like if they you know, like how does how how do you how do they they say stuff, I, I, I know you have something for me. What can what can you do for them?
1: Um, are you asking like what they could jump into of mine. Yeah, like what absolutely. They have to offer. How are
0: Let's put it this um, let's wrap it up with the title. How can you quantum leap their impact and their income? You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> yeah. Um well, it depends on where they are on their journey. If you're on a place where you are you know that there's more for you out there, you have a calling within you to share your message or to do something that's really meaningful to you and You know that it's on the other side of you really meeting yourself in the deepest way possible. I have many ways that I could support um, from supporting with healing from the past, reprogramming your unconscious mind, getting your message out there, building the confidence to be seen as all of you and and allowing yourself to receive. There's a lot of ways um, I could support if it resonates. And I'm definitely more on the really woo spectrum though. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> that's fine. That's again and that's and that's and that's why you're here I said, let me find the best woo I can find and bring her and bring her in.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna correct that. He said woo-woo. You that's gave right. you, you went you went double woo.
0: So she's above she's above me here. She's way up here, so she's having to come down. Yeah, she doesn't want to she doesn't want to give me too much information. Just, just for accuracy. I'm downloading as you much. You double down on the woo. So they can find you at your your Instagram is
1: Um at the Spiritual Boss Babe.
0: Bam, mm, you Bam. Know, So you beautiful. can follow her there, you can uh, follow uh, her journey, you know what I'm saying, and of course mm-hmm. see what she's all about. She also has a podcast as well, I you're do, on episode what, yeah. how far, how uh, far in right?
1: I think it's around 250, yeah.
0: 250, and how, almost, many da- how many yeah. downloads, how many Oof. plays, how many plays?
1: Oh. We're about to celebrate 500,000, wow. Million 500. soon,
0: soon. You know what I mean, I want to be Congrats. you, I want to be you when I grow up, you know Congrats. what I'm saying? kudos <laughs> awesome so that Thanks. thank you so much for joining thank us you. that was just thank a small you so much taste for
1: having me this was awesome
0: a small taste of what stephanie has to offer once again she is the spiritual boss babe and uh we'll see you next time thank you